Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Hey, welcome to the podcast. My name is John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy, and I'm so excited. I have Jeannie Vogt with me today. She's the past president of the St. Charles Association of Realtors. She's a real estate broker. She also owns her own construction company, and her and I both have another passion. We love the Lord, and she, but she actually is, has a ministry, full-time ministry, and some really cool things in that respect. So Jeannie, thank you for joining the podcast. Thank you, John. I'm, it's such a pleasure to be here. Okay. I, I am very glad to be here. Thank you. Oh. Uh, yes, so that is, you pretty much summed up, that is what Jeannie Vogt does. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people ask me, how do you do the construction, and then you do real estate, and then you do ministry. It just doesn't seem to fit. And what I say is it's a perfect fit. The puzzle pieces go together very naturally. And so it just it just works. You know, you, you, we're all called to be ministers. And so I just believe we minister to people no matter what we do and where we go. And we do that just by treating people That's with right. kindness. That's right. We really do. And you know, what our listeners don't realize is in 2021, your husband came down with COVID mm -hmm. and unfortunately passed away. Right. And I was reading a magazine article that you were featured in the St. Louis Top Producers or St. Louis Producers magazine. But it was interesting. A lot of people would want to just give up because of some of those challenges. You decided, I'm going to continue to keep the construction side of the business going because your husband actually focused on that. Right. You focused on the real estate. But tell our listeners, because there's some people probably listening right now who want to get their real estate license, but they're thinking, I don't know if I have enough time or how do I do this? I mean, how did you manage through all of that or walk us through sure. some of that? Yeah, so going backwards, I've been in real estate for about 20 years. Uh, I began just by being a, a leasing agent for a company. And a uh, funny story about that is I was working overnights at QT and oh, yeah. a developer came in and it was buying a cup of coffee. He left his card for me and it was a, a developer and he saw how I handled the people and thought I'd be a great asset to his company. So that's how I actually got into real estate, but then went forward and got my license when I needed it and wasn't working for an individual company. Uh, and so that, that started my career. I kept going and um, when Gary and I got married, he had the construction company. I had the real estate brokerage. Uh, he got his license and became a, a realtor. I ended up getting on the jobs and learned how to do the construction. And so, as you said, last year, year and a half now, when he passed, I just kept going and, and people wondered why. And I just want to give people hope and remind them why. It's, it's something like this, the way I described it, we were in the air going Mach 5, because that's right. what Gary and I did. Right. And when he left and went to heaven, I was in the air, like a plane in the air. And you don't just come straight down and stop. Right. You have to land the plane. Right. What I've chosen to do is take my time and land that plane, crossing all my T's, dotting my I's, healing. And what I didn't know, John, is that I was actually being watched. You know, people are always watching us right. and watching our behavior. I didn't know they were watching me. But as it turns out, I've had so many testimonies that say, I went through the same thing, but I saw how you did it. And I was able to walk through that same process myself. It's now, I didn't do it on purpose, but I was just living. Yes, that's very fascinating. It's interesting because 
I and some of my students who are in the class will notice some of my older videos and today I've lost about 50 pounds although I put about 10 back on but I am exercising and lifting weights. Looking so great. I yeah. keep telling my wife that it's muscle mass so and she says she doesn't want me to change so anyway but when you say people are watching us I was at a conference a month ago and I saw a gentleman there and he looked great. He had lost a bunch of weight. And he said to me, he said, you know, you motivated me to change my health diets by, by watching me on Facebook and seeing my change and my commitment. And so I think that's a great testimony. People are watching and we're watching you. I know I was, and it was a, it was a motivator and a reminder to me that we can't give up. We have to keep going forward. Yeah, you have to keep going. And I and I don't, um, you know, cross over the fact that you have emotions and feelings and you have to walk through those. But I would say that as you walk through them one at a time, take the help you need, but realize sometimes you just need to, to rely on the Lord and just some quiet right. time with Him. And what I've learned is that when I did that, I came out on the other side, again, being an example to other people. Right. But, but also, um, what I have found people to say is, we're waiting for you to crumble. I can't believe you haven't crumbled yet. And what I've said to them, kind of jokingly, but please don't put that on your calendar because I, I'm not going to crumble. You right. know, they're waiting for me to fall like I'm on a high, but at right. some point you're gonna crash. Right. I've just made a choice. I know he's in heaven. Uh, the Lord has taken care of me every right. step of the way. I have no complaints. And so I'm very blessed, I'm very thankful, and I'm choosing life, I'm choosing joy. Right, excellent. So let's talk about that because I think one area that I'm picking up here, and it's one that I remind myself each day, and I listened to an audio book yesterday that I had not listened to for a couple of years, and I was like, I have got to listen to this book every quarter because we get these fiery darts thrown at us daily, and I'm sure you had days I mean, our, our audience, I'm, one, I'm sure, is thinking, didn't you ever have a day that was a bad day and you were like, I'm ready to quit? Or, Absolutely. How do you talk about renewing your mind? I mean, what, how did you, how do you, or what would you suggest to our listeners who are going through challenges? What's a good way to renew your mind and to get back in the game and stay focused on what, what your goals are? I like that you said renew your mind because how you renew your mind is pay attention to what you're listening to. You know, the Bible says take captive every thought. Right. And so you got to make sure what's coming on the inside of you is positive and wholesome. Right. And so personally what I did, I, I had podcasts, um, teachings, just they were playing all the time, whether it was in my car, whether it was at my house. And, and to answer the question, I did have some days that I thought, why? Why well, do I going, need to keep going? Yes, and you're going to have people who are going to say, you know, you don't want to get a real estate license. There's too many people who have a real estate license or why are you doing this? Right. But you've got, by renewing your mind yes. and staying positive, you can overcome those challenges and obstacles. You can, and you'll, you'd be so surprised. I encourage people to get into the real estate and, and I'll tell you, you, you might think it's saturated. There's so many people, there's so little houses. Why would I do it right now? But what I can tell you is, just like I told you the story about the QT, it's the same thing. When you live your life before people, they're gravitated toward you. Right. And at some point, either one person, somebody that you know in your sphere is either going to sell their house, buy a house, both, 
or know somebody that is. Right. And as you conduct yourself in a particular way, not as a showmanship, but just be who you are and show kindness and, and pay attention and, and just live your life to the fullest, that's the person they're going to come to right. when they're ready exactly. to sell, buy, or even have a license and come under you as a broker. Right. And having multiple streams of income is a good thing, yes. just like you with the real estate brokerage and the construction. So there are people who are listening right now that might be wondering, well, I'm working this other job, but there's still opportunities. And I always tell people, and you and I practiced real estate for a while now, it's so much easier today because of electronic signatures oh and in fact, one of the agents who's working underneath me on my team, he called me last night and said uh, he has a new listing and he got a call for an appointment and he said, gosh, John, it was so seamless. They set up the appointment. He hit yeah, Y on his phone <laughs> and everything was set up. He goes, this is kind of scary, but you know, it's a business today that is streamlined from that respect with technology and so forth. So. That's right. And it's a good time to get into real estate for that. You know, John, I don't know if you remember back in the day where we even had books we had to look through for listings, Yes. but then, you know, the GPS was a different system and, and you had to go get these signatures, drive out in the country, whatever. Right. So just because it's easier or more seamless doesn't mean that we don't work really hard for our clients. But our work is, is I think having systems like this has really given us an opportunity as agents, as brokers, to be able to give that personal service and not be so caught up in the details of the running and doing, but actually get to spend more time with the people. I say right. if you get so systematic, the only thing you have time for is customer service. Right. And that's what they're looking for. That's, they can get an agent yes. anywhere and get them to sign a document. But how are you treating them? Right. And that's going to be your edge. So for anybody that's looking to be a, an agent, considering it, is this a good time? It absolutely is. And your edge is to be you, be present, do all the things that you know to do to serve. Great. I love that. Excellent advice. Now, what about, you were past president, as I mentioned, of the St. Charles yes. Association, which I think is fourth or fifth largest association in Missouri, and you've had your license for a while, what were things that successful agents, you noticed successful agents are doing? Anything that, that you would recommend to someone listening, that if you're going to get your license and you want to be successful, here's some tips you would give them to follow or implement once they get licensed? That's a very good question. And, um, and it's very directional for those that are thinking about being an uh, agent or have just become an agent. I would say this, don't limit yourself to your four CE classes. There are some great classes out there. Make sure that you're looking and make sure you're taking classes to Education, learn. Education, yes. Education, huge. Connection, huge. So if there is a committee that is of interest to you, many people don't even know what the board offers. There is, they join the board so they can be in the MLS and so forth. But there are so many educational opportunities at the board, but also volunteer opportunities. Right. So get into a, a committee and be a part of a committee. Eventually you're gonna watch that board of directors and think, wow, I can make a difference if I'm on that board. And that's what I did. I just, one thing at a time, I just kept connecting and connecting till one day I was just on the board for several years and I really saw that we were making a difference. Right. That's how I feel like I made connections, networking, education, and connecting 
uh, you know, at the board. I think those are the important things to do. I agree, and really, it's interesting. I, I was just listening to another audio book, and the gentleman was talking about, and I can't remember the exact way he phrased it, but it's basically just being present or showing up for things, which he led into networking. I mean, I showed up for an NSA meeting, the National Speakers Association. You showed up for a National Speakers Association meeting. That's how we connected and met. Even though we're realtors, and then, then we ran into each other at a realtor meeting, and we're like, oh yeah, we met, right. we met at a National Speakers meeting. And that kind of kept our connection going. But what's interesting is you, you come to the state meetings, you met a gentleman who I had also met, and we're actually at his office now in Kansas City recording this because there's a luncheon today. But because of that connection, he asked you to look at a property for him in St. Louis. So, I mean, I don't think sometimes agents realize the importance of that connections and showing up, being present and, and doing that. In your database, definitely is a big deal on education. I totally agree. That's good. Uh, Jeannie, one last question. What advice would you give an agent? They don't know who to go to work for. Um, you know, I always tell people, if you have a broker who's recommended you to get your license, I think you ought to go work for them. I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like if they've invested in you or give them a first opportunity or first try. But let's say for those people who are listening, they have no connection to anyone. What would be your advice? What are some questions they might want to ask a broker before they go to work? Or did you work for a broker? And we won't mention any names, uh -huh. but sure. uh, you know, things you wish you had discovered before you went there. Is there any, I know that might be a broad question. It, it's a broad much. question, but I think I can answer that. I, I think, um, there's a few things that you do. You certainly need to research the company and find out what kind of education do they offer their agents. I, uh, fees are also important and what does that fee cover to make sure that maybe that fee is higher than you thought, but it covers things that'll make you very successful not to be doing. Right. Uh, but the other thing is talk to the agents. Talk to the agents in That's that office and, and it just try to, you know, just ask them, you know, are you happy? Is it work for you? Do you feel like you get educated? Are you responded to when you have a question? Does that broker walk alongside of you when you need them to? Right. You know, are you making comrade uh, between each other? Because it doesn't always have to be the broker in that office. Right. It could be when you make connections, sometimes that's somebody right there in the office that can answer the question that you're asking. Right. One thing, John, I have learned over all these years, there is not one transaction I have ever done that I have not learned something. Yes. And so you will always learn from somebody exactly. and you'll always be teaching somebody. Right. So make sure that's what I would do to, before I would make a decision. Yeah. It's a big decision and it's an important decision. I agree. And I think you can find out a lot about the culture and the, the just the camaraderie by visiting with some of those agents that's and right. getting their input. So great. Well, Jeannie, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast and uh, we'll have Jeannie's contact information where if you want to check out her ministry. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day.